0: Hello everyone and welcome once again to the Saints Podcast. I am your host, Gabriel Ifanyo unyahu In today's episode, we shall be looking at a topic, apart from the gift of salvation that comes with eternal life, did Christ grant us access to the Holy Spirit alone or even more? Let's begin. In the book of John chapter 14 verse 16, it says, this is Christ speaking, He says, And I will ask the Father, and He will give you another advocate who will never leave you further in verse 17 it says he is the holy spirit who leads into all truth the world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him but you know him because he lives with you now and later will be in you so here we can see that christ is promising to send the holy spirit in the book of acts chapter 2 verse 1 to 4 it says on the day of pentecost all the believers were meeting together in one place verse 2 suddenly there was a sound from heaven like the like the roaring of a mighty windstorm and it filled the house where they were sitting verse 3 then what looked like flames or tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them verse 4 and everyone present was filled with the holy spirit and began speaking in other languages as the holy spirit gave them the ability this ability rather. So Christ promised to send the Holy Spirit and here we can see the Holy Spirit arriving and making his presence known. So Christ kept his promise and we can confirm that we have the Holy Spirit. In the book of John chapter 14 verse 20 it says, At that day you shall know that I am in my Father, and ye in me, and I in you. Another translation would say, When I am raised to life again, you will know that I am in my Father." And you are in me and i am in you now this is interesting christ is saying that he is in his father and we are in him and he is in us so if he is in his father and we are in him which means we are in him and his father at the same time while he and his father are in us if he is in us this is interesting remember we confirm that we have the holy spirit And now it is proven that we have not only the Holy Spirit, but the Father and Son in us all together. Again, in the book of John chapter 17, verse 21, it says, That they all may be one, as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. And in verse 23, it says, I in them, and thou in me, that they may be made perfect in one and that the world may know that thou has sent me and has loved them as thou has loved me another translation It says chapter uh, john chapter 17 verse 21 It says i pray that they will all be one just as you and i are one as you are in me father and i am in you and may they be in us so that the world will believe you sent me verse 23 I am in them and you are in me may they experience such perfect unity that the world will will know that you sent me and that you love them as much as you love me so a quick summary of what we have read so far is Christ proves that he has granted through him alone through Christ alone we have access to the father son and holy spirit but is that all in the book of matthew chapter 16 verse 19 it says this is christ speaking and i will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven and whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven so here we can see christ makes another great promise in the book of luke chapter 17 verse 20 and 21 it says one day the pharisees asked jesus when will the kingdom of god come jesus replied the kingdom of god can be detected by visible signs verse 21. you won't be able to say here it is or it's over there for the kingdom of god is already among you now it is interesting that christ claimed that the kingdom of god cannot be detected by visible signs implication cannot be detected by a visible physical geographical location yet the kingdom already remained among them so the question is where exactly is this kingdom located among them in the book of Matthew chapter 12 just a little background Christ had performed a miracle on a man who was demon possessed who was also blind and couldn't speak, so Christ healed him. After he healed him, the Pharisees obviously has something to say. So, in the book of Matthew, chapter 12, verse 24, it says, But when the Pharisees heard about the miracle, they said, No wonder he can cast out demons, he gets his power from Satan, the prince of demons. And in verse 28, it says, But if I am casting out demons by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has arrived among you now this is interesting come to think of it wouldn't it be reasonable if christ has said something like but if i am casting out demons by the spirit of God then someone from the kingdom of heaven has arrived among you but he didn't say that instead he said but if i am casting out demons by the spirit of God then the kingdom of God has arrived among you so obviously one person being christ was seen or witnessed conducting a miracle but instead he claimed that the kingdom of god has arrived among them so it's safe to say by by his statement he's claiming that not only is he the kingdom of god or the kingdom of god it follows him about or the kingdom of god is with him wherever he goes so this same person who claims that the entire country of heaven is with him wherever he goes is in us think about it remember when he said the kingdom cannot be detected by by visible signs or you can't say it's here or over there and that the kingdom was among them he is that kingdom of god because the kingdom is within him and also within believers so again in summary we have access to the father we have access through the son the father the son the spirit and the entire country of heaven in the book of Luke chapter 22 verse 29 and 30 it says and I appoint unto you a kingdom as my father had appointed unto me verse 30 that ye may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel another another translation would say and just as my father has granted me a kingdom I now grant you the right verse 30 the right to eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and you will sit on thrones judging the 12 tribes of Israel. So from this statement, statement we can see that Christ is granting access, not dominion, just access to the kingdom of heaven to exercise power and execute judgment. In a nutshell you can say he's granting access to the resources of the kingdom of heaven. Again we can see through Christ we have access to the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and a kingdom alongside its unlimited resources so the question is why give access to such an enormous unimaginable amount of resources i believe the answer can be found in john chapter 14 verse 2 it says this is christ speaking it says i tell you the truth anyone who believes in me will do the same works i have done and even greater works because i am going to be with, with the father So from here, we can conclude that it's safe to say that Christ, after all he did, it was now time to return back to his father and he needed someone to represent him. In other words, he needed to make believers who would not just represent him but function as if it was Christ that was still on ground while he's away. No wonder he says, I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works Because I'm going to be with the father. Think about the works he did. He raised people from the dead from the dead Like it was nothing. He walked upon the sea, healed any and all kinds of diseases And so it's safe to say that he didn't have few of the fruits of the spirit, But rather he had it all also. He didn't have few of the gifts of the spirit. We can say he, he had it all And I I do believe he's looking to mold true believers to function in the exact same way, especially if we give him a chance to do so. And that's all the time we have for today. Thanks for listening in and I'll see you all in the next.